You're listening to the Fade to Gray Network. Yo, Andy, drop the beat. I hear you get your news from CNN. All these other fuckers watching Fox News again. Yo, Chris, don't they know that that shit is whack? Hell yeah, Andy, it is a white and black. FTG fan, bam, we found another way. There's some noobs, motherfucker, on Fade to Gray. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to News for Noobs. Uh, what's up, Chris? It's been a while since we've even done this segment. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's been about a month. It's been a while. I'm excited that we're going to have our own episode today on the Fade to Gray Network, which is pretty cool. Yeah, the Fade to Gray Network. It's a new concept we're doing. Um, I'm really, really stoked. We're going to be getting uh, some other people involved with this. Uh, we haven't really... Uh, we've we've ironed out a few people who will be appearing on the Fade to Gray Network uh, but that is about it. But we will be showcasing, um, you know, different segments on this uh, Fade to Gray podcast itself and then also other podcasts. Um, and I'm really excited about that for for our listeners to to be getting exposed to maybe things that they normally wouldn't be exposed to. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I'm super excited about is that in order to get to the best segment, which is ours, of course, you no longer have to sit through Seth's mental episode. You no longer have to go through a movies that molded me that you might be bored with. It's just the news for noobs. Right. And, you know, sitting through (laughs) a a mental segment actually caused me to go visit the mental hospital. Um, And, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, people can also, uh, you know, scroll past or fast forward past this segment too. skip to the next episode. I know there's people who absolutely hate this segment because they believe that this is just the uh, another voice for the alt right to gather. Uh, not true. Not, not true, true at all. No, absolutely no. not. I freaking I got in a fight, not a fight the other day, but um, in, in the past several weeks, I've actually commented on several pro Trump posts and just completely trash talk the guy can you give an Um, example of one absolutely um i think it was the next news network which i like them on facebook they're very pro-trump i just like to stay up to date with uh you know i like you know now this another left-wing stuff too uh but they said you know what's your favorite thing about a trump rally and I, I commented, I said, uh, the lack of high school diplomas. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, all the gay frogs. And I got, I got quite a few, I got quite a few comments on those. And it's, it, I say that to, to really highlight, this is not what a lot of people think it is. Yes. Uh, Majority of my opinions maybe do fall right of center, but I, I have no problem shit talking uh trump supporters uh you know conservative people uh people who lean heavy right even center right i have yeah. no problem even you know shit talking myself and the the opinions i hold i think it, you should always be able to to poke fun and also to maybe even get hired at snl and not get fired oh my for God. saying the c word the C word. I don't know if people know about this, but uh, somebody who shares my same last name, go figure, uh, dropping <laughs> a uh, <laughs> an insensitive term towards uh, Asian Americans or Asians in general, uh, getting fired this week. Did you hear about this? I heard about it, and I'm thinking that the C word you're referring to would have put a chink in that man's armor. It absolutely did. And boy, <laughs> did that chink in his armor cause him to bleed out and die right there oh on gosh. the SNL stage. He, he didn't even get to do one show. 
Not one show. It wasn't. I don't even think it was 24 hours later. Yeah, it, it was a very short amount of time. Insane. So part of me is like, okay, you know, it, a podcast was found. You know, Matt and Shane's secret podcast, which is a great podcast. Go check it out. Go subscribe. That's Shane Gillis's podcast. But he used uh, derogatory. I mean, I'm just trying to be so PC for our listeners who are right. sensitive, <laughs> or else I would just drop it because it's my gosh, we're showing context. Um, it was no less than 24 hours later. So part of me is just like, man, what what Philadelphia comedian, which is, that's where he's from, Philly, what Philadelphia comedian had all these different little clips lined up for when he he blew up and, and, and got hired? Because this was in the works for a while. You know, he's been talking about it on, on different podcasts. You know, maybe not saying he's getting hired at SNL, but he's like, a certain show is looking at me, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be pretty cool. And uh, just kind of hinting at that uh, transpiring. And so part of me is just thinking that, man, some bitter open mic comedian is totally, has this all ready to go. Has oh, yeah. it all ready to go. And Is that who it was? It was a comedian, another comedian that, that uh, turned him in for that? No, it, well, it was a reporter. It was, mm. it was a, so, and, and speaking of that, the reporter deleted 6,000 tweets the day that he dropped the article wow so hmm i wonder what he was deleting yeah and good for the dark places of the internet they've already went back and grabbed all of those old tweets i mean the internet is forever you can't you can delete it from the feed sure but it's absolutely visible through archived uh you know versions of the website and all that sort of stuff so it it, it's it's gonna come back to bite him. There, there's no reason that you should be exposing someone for using this word, especially when SNL has a history um, of being, uh, I'm not going to even say racially insensitive. Uh, SNL has a history of playing fair to everyone. They Nothing is off the table as far as Making white fun of people, people. Yeah. rednecks, Trump supporters, black people, Asians. Like it's, it blows my mind that that we're even having this conversation because there are so many examples. Uh, Fred Armisen's character, along with uh, Kristen Wiig, they did these, you know, Asian people being uh, basically tortured in an iPhone factory, saying, <laughs> you know, we sleep here, blah blah blah. It's, I'm sure it was it, funny. Well, it and it was funny. That's th- that's the thing is, and the thing that Shane Gillis got fired for is not. It was literally one sentence. He was well, what's saying the like, context. Yeah. Tell me what the joke was. He said when he used that word, dude, it was, it was not even a joke. It was literally, I mean, when you talk for 12 hours a week uh, for your job, uh, you know, it's part of his podcast. He's on, you know, other podcasts, Legion, Legion of Skanks. And, uh, you know, he goes on the bonfire on Sirius XM quite a few days a week. Um, so when you're talking for all of these hours a week, you have to fill content. So he was just saying what he did um, on his podcast. He was like, yeah, I went to, I went to Chinatown this last weekend. Dude, what is going on over there? How do they fit all these, uh, fit all those people over there? Like, it's crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and he said, uh, okay, I mean, I'm just going to say it. How do they fit all those jinks over there? Okay. So you're, yeah, just paraphrasing what was said. Okay. Well, I mean, he used it. Obviously, he's trying to be funny, right? Like, this isn't he, something he probably absolutely. generally uses on the street. He's probably just trying to be funny here. I mean, 
maybe insensitive. Okay, but should sure. the guy get fired over that? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Well, let me ask you this. We're talking about someone getting fired from SNL for saying one thing wrong. Is there a person you can think of who's been in trouble for berating the paparazzi or maybe getting mad because he couldn't finish his game of words with friends on the airplane? Maybe he's uh, called his daughter a disgusting little pig. Uh, Maybe they've had him on SNL constantly playing Trump. Do you know who I'm talking about? Alec Baldwin? Mr. Baldwin, definitely. I I didn't know the words with friends uh, reference. I was a little (laughs) lost on that one, but... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild to me that punched a man in the face over a parking spot, but yet he gets to keep his job. Really? Yeah. I I, I did not know that. I did oh, not yeah. know that. And that's the thing is is if you're if you're not you're not being uh, hateful to this group. He was trying to he, he was being funny. Go look at go look at uh the you know uh what is it? The the capital of China. They literally have places where they have to uh, uh, vertically stack people almost like in bunk bed situations to fit all those people in, in China, in these big cities. It's truth. It's, it's absolutely. And it's just an observation. Sure. He's used a word, but he would, you know, used a word that was very insensitive to, to most people. Um, But that is the shock value of comedy. Um, I understand that a lot of people don't like it. Don't listen to it. That's fine. Um, but he would say the same damn thing about, you know, uh, his cousins in West Virginia, you know, they're, you know, they're making babies instead of, you know, going to work or whatever with each other. You know, he, he would say <laughs> the the most, the, the darkest thing or the thing you're not supposed to say about any group or a, probably about himself. He's like, I'm an idiot, dude. Like he, he kind of has that uh, Pennsylvania uh I don't know if you've ever heard a Pennsylvania accent, but it's it's really hilarious when he when he talks. And his persona, this kind of character he plays, is this uh, I don't know Trump supporting, but will make fun of Trump. Like he said, out of all of the presidents uh, uh, that we've ever had, wouldn't it would be the funniest to see Trump get shot? <laughs> like he, he was like he was like uh, say what you will, but wouldn't it be the funniest thing for for him to be the one? Like it just. You know, it. It's just kind of his humor. Game. He likes to yes. he likes to shock people with what he says, and certainly this shocked people. Did anybody from the, I guess, Chinese or Asian community respond to him using this slur? Well, it' funny you should ask that because he actually did say something on his podcast about Andrew Yang, oh, presidential uh, candidate Andrew Yang. That's right, and uh, you know the the guy. The guy loves money. He's given out a thousand dollars to everybody. Apparently, I signed up uh, for that. By the way, for the freedom yeah, dividend, that's, that's <laughs> one way to get votes, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a damn good way to get votes. Oh, absolutely. He'll probably get my vote. We'll talk about that later. But <laughs> but he he uh, he did call Andrew Yang a uh, a JC. Uh, J- a, Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, no, he definitely <laughs> called Andrew Yang a Jew. <laughs> which okay okay if you know anything about uh banking whatever predominantly (laughs) jewish individuals uh, i resent that andy (laughs) (laughs) and it's you know people will hear this conversation and they're sick to their stomach and whatever Uh, i understand you you don't need to listen just fast forward a little bit but 
Andrew Yang responded and went on, I believe it was, uh, I can't remember what news show it was. I think Chris Cuomo or whoever it was on CNN. I'm not sure. Um, but one of those, one of those talking heads on CNN and the guy was kind of berating Andrew Yang because Andrew Yang came out in defense mm. of, uh, Shane Gillis saying that, you know, I believe that in this time we need, we, we need those voices to be heard, whether or not you agree with them or not. We, we shouldn't be silencing people. We should not be silencing people. We have a cultural that's very, uh, just a, a, a to paraphrase a cancel culture. Yeah. And he's like, that's really, really dangerous because who's wrong. next? Who's next? So Andrew Yang came to his defense, not only on Twitter, uh, on CNN, but the Andrew actually called Shane Gillis and said, Hey, I fully support you. I don't think you should have gotten fired. You know, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. If you want to meet up, have lunch, uh, whatever. And Shane Gillis, uh, the man who used a derogatory term towards towards Asian people, said, "That was fucking cool. That guy's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, he, he just won. He got my vote. He got my vote. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's my PA uh, imitation there. Um, but don't you think?" that the people who would say Shane is racist or whatever shouldn't, uh, you know, following that same logic, shouldn't Shane be like, fuck that guy. Can't believe you fucking called me. I don't want to fucking hear from you. If he were racist, I think that would be the case. Yeah, absolutely. It would be the case, but he's not. Yeah. And he's going to be meeting with Andrew Yang. I think that's pretty cool. Certainly of Andrew Yang to kind of reach out to him and say, hey, you know, you you called me out in one of your jokes, but I don't think you should have gotten fired for it. Was what Gillis said wrong? Yeah, he, he shouldn't have used that slur, I think. I wouldn't use it. I mean, he could have chosen to say something else. But should he have gotten fired? No. No. Yeah, there's, there's no way. Absolutely not. The funny thing is, is Andrew Yang, of course, is not Chinese. Uh, his parents are Taiwanese. But you'll see Andrew Yang at the debates saying stuff like, well, I know scientists because I'm Asian. You know, he'll he'll actually stereotype himself. And it's really funny. Oh, I love that. That's yeah, hilarious. it's hilarious. And he even talks about math. Like uh, he, he has a slogan, math, instead of make America great again. His is math, make America think harder. And he always talks about how he's really good at math because he's Asian, you know, so he, he actually plays into that stereotype quite a bit, which is how dare he, I know. Right. I think it's hilarious. And how I, dare he yeah. affirm positive stereotypes, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, that's a good stereotype to have. You're good at math. You're good at science or whatever. Yeah. What's so funny is that people will say, you know, Shane Gillis should be fired because, uh, you know. Asian people are, you know, they're a minority, they're, they don't have privilege, uh, whatever. Okay, well, did you know that they are the most successful in this country and they make the most money? <laughs> I love the fact that we call them a minority whenever they're probably more Asian people in the world than any other uh, race ever. <laughs> I, I believe you're spot on with that. Um, yeah. It, it, it is pretty wild to me. And, you know, we can, we can be on the same side, you know, with uh, I consider myself an independent, but maybe more leading to, uh, you know, a right conservative train of thought. Conservatives can be very, very, uh, they, they basically, they will use a situation and then they'll go back and use, uh, you know, old left wing comics or old whatever uh, tweets from XYZ person, no pun intended, Z's and Z's. 
Um, <laughs> and they'll they'll try and get these other people fired. It's like no, you, stop, stop. That's yeah. not what that's not what should happen. Any anything should be fair game, and the market don't you don't like it? Don't watch it. Yeah. If if we truly think that this person is a racist person, do you do we really think that racism and all these things hating Asian people is going to get traction? No. 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 If he legitimately <laughs> hated Asian people, I'd say that guy's a fucking asshole. Right. Like he's an asshole, but he does not hate Asian people. Does he say things that are no no words and whatever? Yes. Anyways, we can we can talk about our our, our man the Yang Gang hashtag Yang Gang twenty twenty. Yeah, um, I haven't been following a damn thing with the presidential stuff or or Yang at all. Well, I, I have, have watched following anything every single debate. Uh, I'm following it pretty closely. I you know obviously I don't think Donald Trump should be president in, for the next four years. However, um, my guess is, is that he will be, and the reason being is because there are five hundred and fifty thousand Democratic candidates who are all trying to get votes <laughs> and they're going to take votes from each other. And Donald Trump will be the Republican uh, incumbent and he will get all the votes. This is a problem. However, there are people like Yang and Tulsi Gabbard that you and I have both talked about before that we actually, of course we don't agree with everything that they say. And I'm kind of like you and sure. that I'm certainly an independent. Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm as far right as you, although you're not very far, but, um, in fact, my politics have changed so much in the last year that I wouldn't even necessarily say that I'm anything. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I kind of like, if I, if I had it my way, the United States would be you're politically fluid. I, well, there you go. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> my political pronouns are now. So, um, if I had it my way, of course we would be more libertarian, but that's never going to happen. That's a fantasy land at this point. Uh, the United States is far too gone, far too corrupt for me to ever have that pipe dream again. At this point, I'm voting for Yang. And let me tell you why. I'm voting for Yang because of the freedom dividend. He's going to give me $1,000 a month. How is he going to pay for it? I don't care. I'm getting $1,000 a month. This country's fucked. I'll take the $1,000. Hey, yeah, <laughs> sure. But <laughs> those taxes that he... So he's going to be paying for those. And this is... Uh, I believe this is how he said he's going to do it. Um, I believe he was on Rogan and he said, this is how he's going to do it. He's going to tax tech companies. Okay. That sounds, that's sounds great. They make trillions of dollars. That's wonderful. But if there is a cost to, to a business, do you think they're going to take that hit and just say, ah, shucks, we got to, we got to pay, you know, 2% more a year or half of a half a percent more a year to uh to provide for this uh, freedom dividend it do we think that there's not going to be a cost passed on to us there will be inflation i mean it's it's inevitable you'll definitely have inflation and there will be stuff you know from amazon like your normal whatever it is you buy from there it's going to jump up a few dollars whatever that is going to happen i mean if you're if you're well first of all andrew yang will never become president but if he did um yes that would cause inflation for sure now he says that he'll tax the companies that don't pay taxes and that will, you know, and also I think he even said cut back on military spending in this way. And also he wouldn't give everyone a thousand dollars because people who are already receiving government benefits, that would be included in the thousand dollars. So, you know, it doesn't equal up to be as much as some of his opponents are saying it would be. However, there would obviously, obviously be inflation. Yes. Yeah. And you know, he would be, 
and for the record, I, I do think it's asinine that we let uh, some corporations be tax exempt. That is absolutely oh, yeah. insane. Or if I or have to pay least, taxes, by God, they should pay taxes. At least, and there's a lot of CEOs, I believe, like Bezos, who uh, are tax exempt, and they get to keep their money wherever. Like that's bullshit. Yeah, like, that's corruption. Is complete bullshit. Yeah, um, uh, I, I don't think that is okay at all. But what I uh, I do think that will happen is that they'll tax the like a company like Apple. They'll tax Apple or or do whatever they need to do to get this freedom dividend. Then your iPhone is now five hundred dollars more, just just so uh, you know your household gets a thousand dollars a month. I, I I don't get that. We have how many people here in our country? Three hundred and sixty million, probably. Okay, so a th- I mean, does everybody get it? Who's everybody over eighteen. Over 18. Like, the only okay. the only difference is if someone's already getting you know six hundred dollars in welfare a month, then they would only receive four hundred dollars from the freedom dividend to make up for the one thousand dollars a month. Now, okay, uh, I barely passed algebra, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna defer to you on this one. Okay, let's just say we have a hundred and fifty million people. Yeah, who are eligible for this. Uh, this benefit at a thousand dollars a piece. What is that? Is that 1.5 trillion? Is that what that is? Uh, yeah. 1.5 trillion, but Andrew estimates it to be more in the billions, what it's going to cost. I don't know how he he explains it. I don't do math. I'm not Asian. Yes. Thank (laughs) you. You read my freaking mind, dude. I like it's, it, it sounds great yeah it sounds great yeah um but who's to say that landlords and people who own property or uh you know the owners of things in this in this country they hear oh my tenant has an extra thousand dollars a month i'm just gonna raise the rent 150 bucks sure so i i I just don't understand it 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 just it just seems like a pipe dream to me. It's, oh, it is. It's a it's a, it's a feel good thing, and yeah. I don't I don't think that any good will come from it. I right. I just don't. What good is going to come from the next politician's policies, though? Um, you know, if <laughs> yeah, a great point. But I think that if he if he stood for making these companies pay the taxes they should be paying. I'd, I'd be down with that. That sounds yeah. great. That's a big uh, platform of Bernie and Elizabeth Warren as well. They want, of course, corporations to pay their fair share of taxes. Uh, I think that's something that Andrew Yang kind of piggybacks on. I agree on. with Bernie on something? I know. It's weird, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> Millionaires and billionaires. <laughs> uh, oh, that's Bernie. good stuff. You know, uh, I have I have zero hope for any of the Democratic uh, candidates. Uh, zero hope. There was yeah. If there was one, I I would pick. It would be uh, Miss Miss Gabbard. Yeah, let's talk about uh, her for a minute. Sure, 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 sure. I, I just I fully support her. You know, non-interventionalist. Uh, I love way that of, about her. And what and what better person to have as a president? Um, you know, other than a female, because we all it's time for a female president. Um, but what better than what better person to have in the office than a veteran? Yeah. A veteran. And not only that, she still like goes and fulfills her duty because she's, uh, reserve. Yeah. 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 
which is which is a really funny thing to me. You know, she's campaigning and doing all these things, and it's just like, you know, Saturday morning she's putting on her stuff and just heading out to the heading out to the base. Yeah, she's I badass. Yeah, she is absolutely badass. And in fact, um, I don't know if you've heard Andy, but she wasn't in the last debate. Oh, I didn't know that. What? Why is that? She wasn't in the last debates because she didn't get the polling numbers that the DNC said that she had to get. Now, the, of course, they have several different polls. I think there's like yeah, 30 you can different polls. That. Yeah, and the DNC says these two polls are the ones we're going to recognize out of 30. Um, and in most of the polls, Tulsi had the percentage that she needed. I believe it was 3% at the time. Uh, but in the polls that the DNC was looking at, she only had 2%. She met her goal because there's two criteria. You have to have a certain amount of fund- funding that you've uh, you've raised, and you have to get a certain amount in the polls. And I believe the, the percent was 3%. And in the polls that the DNC chose, uh, she did not meet the requirements. So she was not allowed to be in the debates. Now, she's actually, I believe, suing the DNC over this because... Wow. Which is funny because she used to be the chairwoman of the DNC. Uh, this was before uh, the DNC, of course, colluded against Bernie Sanders in the last election. When she heard about that, she resigned from her position on the DNC, which is She's pretty, got some integrity, dude. That's, that's really exactly what I'm saying. Badass. She's, yeah, she's got integrity. So she's going wow. after the DNC now saying that they've already chosen their candidate, which they have. They're going, I mean, of course, they want Biden to win. Dude, you should have heard Biden in the last debate. He sounded like a fucking moron. There was a, a time where he was talking about record players and, and making sure that each kid had a social worker and, and it just made absolutely no sense. The people in the audience who were yelling stuff and you couldn't make it out because it was unintelligible made way more sense than what Joe Biden was saying. I couldn't believe it. And then of course the media had the nerve to come out and say, Oh, Joe Biden won the debate. Fuck you. The guy is old he and this is not an ageist comment the guy was incoherent i'm sorry yeah he's done he's done there is a lot of talk and uh you know i i just listened to a lot of podcasts and serious xm shows um jim norton and sam roberts were were talking about this uh this last debate and talking about how out of uh basically out of touch and how much he was completely not there yeah. Completely not there. Uh, they happened to make a few funny observations about apparently his uh, dentures f- potentially falling out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. He was like, he kept smacking, trying to get him back in. God. Which, you know, hey, man, I was I was laughing at that when Trump did that, too. There was a few times where Trump's, uh, you know, dentures or teeth were, you know, not c- completely right. That's funny. That's hilarious. It is funny. Um, but uh, isn't it isn't it weird? That the party that says, you know, patriarchy, privilege, all this sort of stuff, they're polling for uh, an old white man. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. I don't get that. I, yeah. I don't get it. I, I guess it completely shows, um, you know, their their lack of continuity with with what they say and what they do and what they believe. Um, do we really think that he's the best guy for the job because Hell he was no. a vice president? Once? No. It's so funny when he said, uh, you know, when I was president during Parkland or vice vice president during Parkland, it's like, you were not vice president during the Parkland shooting. No, that was after your time, brother. Much after your time. (laughs) 
And so it's like, dude, they, stop it. Stop it. When I when those kids came to the White House when I was vice president, dude, yeah. stop it. He actually, at the debates, called Bernie president. He said, now, Mr. President, I mean, uh, my friend from Vermont, he just, he's not there. He's not there. He's he's done. I mean, at least have him, you know, take some uh, supplements or do something. <laughs> I mean, hell, have him take whatever Hillary was on in the 2016 election. She was in dire, dire health condition, and she oh, yeah. seemed to just be there mentally. Oh, yeah. Way more than Biden ever could be. Absolutely. Uh, so I don't know, man. It, it's it's going to be an interesting uh, run this year. I and and on you know the opposite side of the coin. I don't even know who the Republican uh, candidates are. Are there any? Yeah, I believe Bill Weld is running. Maybe he's running as a Republican, or maybe he's a, as a Libertarian this time. I'm not sure. And of course, Gary Johnson's in the race, but I mean, he's never going to make it. I voted for him last time. Uh, but you know, it just it sucks because no matter who you elect. They're all going to do the same thing, which is, of course, they're going to get their agenda going. They're going to have the same old, same old. We're going to be at war with everyone for the rest of our lives uh, just so that we can have uh, the advantage to tell countries what to do so we can benefit off of it. It's just just, like Trump did. Right. And it's like with Tulsi, at least this whole non-interventionist policy that she's going to have where we're actually diplomatic for a change. Like I, I can get behind that. And, and actually I think Andrew Yang's pretty big on that as well, but Mm. with the way things are, we know that these two people have zero chance of becoming the president. Okay. I'm going to back them because I'm always going to vote for who I believe in, no matter if I think they have a shot or not, but I'm going to always vote my conscious. But I think eventually we're just going to have to move to fucking Canada. You know what? I would not be opposed to that. (laughs) I would actually, I'd be down for that. Or at least, you know, I'm, if if that happens and I need to move somewhere, I'm taking all my money out of the banks and going and building a cabin in the Yukon. There you go. And I'm yeah. I'm I am freaking doing it. And besides, the politics is so much better in Canada. Well, and you know, politics in Canada, my gosh, you can just put on blackface and they, you know, everything is okay Dale. for you. Daylight come, God, Trudeau, go home. <laughs> Trudeau, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey. <laughs> it's amazing that you can you can stand for these virtues and and refer to you know mankind as people kind, people kind. and do all these things and <laughs> and totally pretend like you're all good, your records clean, but then you get asked, Trudeau, how many times did you do blackface? Well, I actually can't remember uh, how many times I did it. Uh, I can't remember the quote, but it was uh, it was absolutely ridiculous that he can't remember how many times he did it. That uh, he is amazing. Was the face of virtue signaling. He's the face of white knighting. And now, guess what? Your people have decided that you've got to go. <laughs> Oh yeah, it, it it is. It's amazing to me that even CNN is slamming him. Oh yeah, the the most biased, and this is even CNN opinions that is slamming him, which is usually completely always defending of uh, of you know people center left, left of center, whatever you want to call it. Um, there it's it's constant defense stance. Yeah. Um, it's it's just amazing to me that even them are they are slamming him and it's a it's so good and 
the title of this little article is uh, Trudeau's Blackface Exposes the Truth. Canada is no racial haven. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, and Trudeau has been really sad lately too. It, it just, uh, he's not really saying what really has him down in the, in the, in the dumps. Uh, I guess we can ask him. Trudeau, what, what's, what's got you down? <laughs> it was blackface. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it was blackface. Oh my God. I, I love when he's saying all this, uh, or their skin color, or their religion. Like he's going through them like it's a painful thing. Okay, we got it. But what, what other celebrity has, has worn blackface or been found out with something like this and nothing, um, nothing has happened to them? Almost every time when somebody's been found out to have done something like this, they're fired, they're black blackballed, um, or they're blackfaced, and from the industry. <laughs> Blacklisted. <and> <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's amazing to me that he's he won't be uh, whatever the word for impeached is in French up there in Canada. Uh, but he, he will still keep his job. He'll face oh, yeah. a little bit of scrutiny, uh, and that's about it. And nor nor do I think that anything should happen to him. I want to be clear on that. Right. I don't think it's okay to fire somebody for something they did. Going, it's like the, going back with Shane Gillis. This was, you know, a, a podcast from a couple years ago. Okay, well, he should still have known. Blah blah blah. Uh, I mean, let's 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 use that logic in in those those trains of thought here too. With Justin Trudeau, I mean, it, it, if we're gonna if we're gonna fire a comedian uh, whose whose sole aim it is to say things that are edgy, uh, I just don't know why we're not doing that same thing here. And again, right, I, I don't think we should. I think uh, not to say it's all good because it's not all good. But uh, no, I mean, we, but he he should apologize for what he did. What he did was not right, and he should apologize for it. And then once he's apologized for it. Allow the man to continue to lead. I'm sure people really like this guy as a leader, and he's probably doing a good job for the Canadians, A. Eh? I don't know. But the, the, the fact is, is that people do stuff that they regret. Everybody does that. Everyone. And there are things that we do sometimes that we're not proud of, but you shouldn't have to live with that for the rest of your life. He has a chance to grow as a person and to say, you know what? I did some shit 20 years ago that was pretty fucked up. I've moved past that now. I'm sorry if I hurt anybody. Absolutely. That should be it. That should be it. And, uh, you know, there's, there's no reason, there's no reason to even have a press conference about this. I think all this should, well, I'm going to get some hate mail for this. I think all that (laughs) he needs to be doing is sending out a video from his cell phone on the plane. You know, Hey guys, uh, I've been seeing a lot of responses, a video surfaced to me. Uh, you know, my sincerest apologies. Um, you know, if, if if you if you want to address anything, I'd be happy to come on you know a podcast or do something like that. But I, I just think these like big press conferences, uh, it, it's it's kind of gross. It's it is gross. gross. It only exacerbates the the drama. It does, and I'm sure there's some some big uh, Canadian you know kind of left wing podcast where the audience there would be happy to hear from him. I'm sure, sure there's there's many things that he could do on a more personal level, on a more intimate level to to really uh, you know quote make it right um and and hell uh, 
what the hell am I saying? I'm a, I'm a white male American. I'm an American who's giving my opinion on a Canadian <laughs> prime minister. What the hell's a prime minister anyways? No, no, no. But you know what? Justin Trudeau, keep your job. Shane Gillis, keep your job. Um, yes. Boom. Yeah, and, and here's my question, Andy. Who benefits from Shane Gillis using that word? Who benefits from Trudeau wearing blackface? Who are the people benefiting from that? Well, I'm actually going to say those groups because they're now getting attention. They're now getting attention and they're they're and that might, might not be the resp- response you're looking for, the answer you're looking for. But in my opinion, those groups are actually who benefits and they can say, here's why we think it's wrong. And it can be a teachable moment, not shame, sure. shame, 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 right. shame, shame Gillis. <laughs> it gives, it gives those, uh, it gives those people the opportunity to be the big person here and say, you know what? Like what you did was fucked up, but I'm going to forgive you and let's move on and let's be better as a people. Cause my gosh, that, that takes more of a, more of an effect on the person who, who has, you know, said the thing or worn the paint on the face. That's more of a teachable moment than bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. It, it, it makes you saying bad to that person. A lot of times it, increases the amount of shame therefore you want to you want to recoil and then you almost find comfort in the people who are like hey it's okay dude like it's all right we've all done it and they're like oh right. okay yeah and it's going to push people further oh it galvanizes even more yeah absolutely exactly well i was going to say that the media is the one that profits from it obviously because if justin mm. trudeau wears blackface cnn's going to make tons of money on that if oh, yeah. shane gillis says uh chink then, you know, MSNBC is going to make a shit ton of money on that. Like they're the ones profiting from it. They're the ones selling dissent, hatred, uh, division in our country between each other. When in fact, there is no division. There's not. And people need to lighten up. And you know what? I know I get shit for saying this, but people need to stop being so sensitive. Yeah, it. I I agree. And I, I know some of our, our, our people in the um, Fade Gray uh, Marco Polo group uh, go subscribe to us on Patreon so you can get part of that group. But I know some people said, you know, we're, you know, we're tired of hearing that. You know, you're, stop being sensitive or you're too sensitive. Stop saying that. And I understand that. I, I get it. But to the point where we're literally firing comedians for something he said on a podcast, which... I don't know, maybe got 5,000 downloads. Guess what? Now that podcast has 60,000, 70,000 more subscribers and they're cha-ching. Oh yeah. Shane Gillis probably profited off of that, even though he lost his job. He said, this is the best thing that could have ever happened to me. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, there you go. And it's, and it's, you know, go We're I guess we'll, we'll go back to him and we'll, we'll wrap this thing up. But he said, um, you know, I was a comedian who was funny enough for SNL. And I'm like, geez, Shane, don't, that's not quite a high bar anymore. I mean, right. don't, don't, don't go bragging about it. No, definitely I mean, not. cause it really is not all that funny anymore. No, it, it, it certainly it really isn't. isn't. I, I don't even know any, any millennials because that's, that's their target audience. Really? Um, I don't even know any millennials that have cable and, or watch that show unless it's a YouTube clip. Yeah. It's probably so, a bunch of old people that still watch it. Probably, probably. Yeah. Speaking of us, we're old people. We got to go. We got to go put our it's bedtime, uh, our uh, dentures in, or take our dentures <laughs> out, clean our uh, clean them up, and we're we're heading off to bed. Uh, we hope this episode finds you all well. 
This is Chris and Andy, also known as the News for Noobs crew, the alt-right hate corner. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself, Andy. If you agree with this or if you disagree with this, join our Marco Polo group and have a conversation with us. Tell us why you like what we said. Tell us why you hate what we said. Yeah, and that that's the thing is I always want to have the conversation. I don't want people to think that, oh, this guy is just uh, he he thinks this about this subject and that about that subject. No, I mean maybe, but I want to have a conversation. I love having these conversations. They're they are the most interesting to me. So seriously, guys, if you enjoyed this conversation and want to be part of it, give us some pushback. Again, go to fadegraypodcast.com. Click on the Patreon link. We would love to to hear from you. Give us some pushback. Uh, tell us we're dumb. Tell us we're hateful. We want to hear all that. <laughs> yes. And also give us a review on iTunes. Even if you hated us, we'd love to hear what you have to say. And remember, if you are sick of being a pawn for MSNBC and Fox News, come get it on with News for Noobs. We'll catch you guys next time.